Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 257. No interview on this one, but we already have the interview lined up and ready to roll for episode 258, just so you know. Oh, yes. That was a pretty good interview, I will say. Yes, so uh, stay tuned for the next one. We are going to throw an extra track. Got a lot of music that's getting shared to us. And we dig it, so we're going to throw it on this episode. Got a lot to get to, so just know if you've sent stuff our way, uh, try to get as much of it as we can here on SLC Punkcast, but I also uh, try to get to as much of it as I can over on Punkanoi Worldwide as well. Yeah, and on on episodes like these where we don't have uh, interviews, it's like that's kind of a point where we take advantage and just double up on some of the new tracks. Right. Like we're doing on this episode. Absolutely. And we're going to get into those as soon as we tell you what has come out and what will be coming out. First, The Rats on March 20th released Found Dead. It was an EP. They did an album release show that day. Beton, they released uh, Kiev Calling. We played that on the last episode. Eight Up Records. Uh, they released a new compilation called Virginia Is for Vampires. And like I said on the last episode... Proceeds for this release benefit a new horror movie coming out called Virginia Bitches. So go over to 8UP Records and support, and then you'll get to see Virginia Bitches. Oh, man. That sounds like a... Oh, man. That sounds pretty close to... I don't know. The B-movies that came out as a result of more serious (laughs) B-movies. I don't know. You think of Return of the Living Dead? Yeah, that was Night of the Living Dead, but Return of the Living Dead was just... You know, a punk rock version of that. Right. <laughs> Stuff like that is what I'm getting at. That's Or Piranha Double D. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just movies that are just taking advantage. They're like a... Uh, they're, they're like exploitation films. That's what this sounded like. Awesome. <laughs> well, check it out. 8UP Records. Uh, next, uh, off of Little Willie Records, you will find Simple Reasons. They added a track. So there's two tracks there. Uh, no Way Home and I Don't Know, that was the 21st. Vax, that's V-A-Triple-X, they released One of These Ways, which is a single that came out on the 22nd. Gridiron released No Good at Goodbyes. Desborde released Toro Es Una Mierda, which is an EP, also on the 22nd. On the 24th, a new single from the band The Venomous Pinks came out. Uh, no Rules is the single, the album that will be forthcoming. Vita Moors, that is on its way. SBAM Records is where you'll find it. On the 25th, Spill Your Guts put out The Wrath It Takes. The Anomalies put out Glitch. Ignite put out Self-Titled. Ignite, I've been meaning to listen to that. I still haven't heard it yet. Uh, Neutrals put out Bus Stop Nights EP on the 25th. Scarhead put out Generators of Violence. I think they're playing in town this week, right? Uh, Scarhead? Yeah. They played last night. Oh, last night. Okay. Yeah. So it is this week. It's just in the past, <laughs> not the future. <laughs> yeah, it's a, something like that. But yeah, they were here. <laughs> awesome. Cop Drama released Carry On. It was a single. Suede Razors released an, uh, No Mess, No Fuss, Just Rock and Roll EP. Live by the Sword put out a new single called The Glorious Dead. Doc Rotten put out Unite, Resist. It's a really good album. That one I did listen to. I enjoy that one. 
Dial Drive released Death, which is a single. Billy Bio from Biohazard has a new solo album out called Leaders and Liars. I heard a couple tracks on that. I like that one. If you like Biohazard, you're going to like it. That was also on the 25th. Mil Caras, M-I-L-C-A-R-A-S, released Relatos de Desidia, which is an EP. Anti-Citizen released Free World on the 26th. Sort Fuse release uh, Liberation Dance, which is a single on New Age Records on the 28th. What did you say that band was called? Short Fuse. Short Fuse. Okay, because there was a band here, right here in Salt Lake City. It was a street punk band called Short Fuse. Oh. And, but they have since been broken up for uh, the better part of four years or five years now. And uh, me and uh, Tyler, my bassist, we like to say that when uh, Short Fuse went down, the rest of street punk went down in Salt Lake. Like, uh. it was booming a few years ago, and now it's just, a, it's at a lull. So the fact that you said short fuse, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm <laughs> How pretty did I sure not hear about this? Short fuse, this short fuse, I'm pretty sure what is a hardcore band. They're on New Age Records. I know. When you said <laughs> New Age, I go, oh, yes, yeah, that's the right band. Unless short fuse just uh, reformed and they went from street punk to hardcore. Right. So I was like, eh, cool, but what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Whatever. That, that's cool. Claymore is releasing Crime Pays on Crossbar Records on the first. Pup. Is releasing the unraveling of Pup the Band on the first. Reminders is releasing the best of Beach Punk on Wiretap Records on the first. Susie Moon finally releasing Animal EP on Pirates Press Records. The official release date is the first. That's three tracks. I've had my vinyl for like a week and a half already. Uh, so that's its official release date. Devin K and the Solutions releasing Grieving Expectation on the first. Sir Reg releasing their LP, Kings of Sweet Feckall. On the first, Skin Flicks is releasing Fuck the Punk Police on the first. <laughs> I agree with that already. <laughs> uh, Whole Hog is releasing Dystopian Reality. Sergeant Skag releasing Spotless and Sponsored, which is a single. We'll get to that here shortly. The Helicopters are releasing Eyes of Oblivion on the 8th. Michael Caine and the Morning Afters are releasing Broke But Not Broken on Stateline Records. Midwich Cuckoos releasing Death or Glory on the 8th. We just did the interview with them last week and played you a couple tracks off of that. I'm excited for that. I listened to their album again today, and I go, oh, I forgot how good these guys are. They're awesome. So I'm still bummed that I missed the chance to interview them, but... Hey, maybe they'll be back. <laughs> next time, next time. Next time. They we'll are very active, aside. so I'm sure we will have them on the show again. Acides are... Acides. Acides. Yeah, Acides. Acides, okay. In Punk We Thrash is coming out on the 8th. The Boldness is releasing Skinhead Down the Pub. And finally, Faz Waltz is releasing On the Ball. That's all I've got. It was a long list. Eric, what do you have to add to it? Well, the... Uh, yeah, the Acides track, I actually discovered that last night... And I listened to it today, and it's a, man, it's good. However, it says it came out on uh, March 7th. I think that was the single, yeah. this is the album, and Punk We Thrash is the album that's coming out. Okay, there we go. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I yeah. see it is. I, for, I haven't listened to them in a few years, and uh, just got back on today, and I was like, oh my god, yes, I love that. I love that Spanish thrashy street punk type stuff. Oh God, you kill me, Acides. I <laughs> look forward to that one. Amongst that was others, awesome. <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll definitely be checking out that short fuse track. I'm super stoked for the uh, uh, the new uh, ah, fuck, Pup album and Pup. the new Whole Hog. Oh yeah, because I love Whole Hog. They are. 
fantastic, and I'm ready to just get all ignorant listening to that shit again. <laughs> or rather, their new shit. <laughs> yeah, but in the meantime, I just have to sit on what I got, and yeah, what I got now is actually pretty good. Right? Yeah. How about the new How about the new song from uh, Salt Lake's own Don't Trust Anybody, or more commonly known as DTA. <laughs> Right. Yeah, DTA. I'm pretty sure I played them on this uh, on the show before because, yeah, they they had some new music released and then it was like maybe it was newly released, but it's an old song, uh, kind of weird stuff. Uh, they put it up on Bandcamp, but they just don't verify the actual date. However, this is verified. It is a new song from a new EP that came out on the 12th of this month, and it is called Taking Big Leaps Over Small Minds. And, yes, DTA, you guys did it again. <laughs> you, guys have been, uh, you guys have been very consistent with your sound and very, uh, just very hard-hitting, but also keeping such a positive vibe around the otherwise... Uh, hard-headed, hardcore scene. (laughs) But if you haven't heard DTA, they got a very uh, New York hardcore style to it. And then one of their albums that came out uh, almost uh, about eight years ago, it was uh, The Five Degrees of Separation. And they had two covers on there. One was of Sick of It All's Good Looking Out. And the other was, uh, uh, I think, United Nations by Cause for Alarm. Okay. So... That amongst bands like a Warzone and uh, a little bit of a a little bit of Agnostic Front, they got that whole New York hardcore sound going. But they're from Salt Lake, <laughs> so they brought that East Coast energy to Salt Lake back in the '90s, and they are still going strong to this day. And what better way to showcase it than with probably my favorite song from this latest EP, "Catch You Driving Drunk." It is very straightforward, and uh, Greg, their singer, he doesn't really hold, he doesn't hold any punches. He lets you know he's annoyed, really. <laughs> it's like, you, you motherfucker, I'm calling you out on this shit. So, enough talk on that. Let's, let's listen to Catch You Driving Drunk.
I told you he was going to be straightforward. <laughs> Funny thing is, uh, not a lot of their uh, songs are that aggressive, but Greg does get in your face. He's not, I don't know, I guess you could call it talking shit, but I see it as just him telling it the way it is. <laughs> And that's how hardcore is. It's just <laughs> blunt force delivery. And I appreciate that about you and the rest of the bands that follow in their wake. So DTA, don't trust anybody. I trust you guys, though. <laughs> I know it kind of goes against the ethos on which your name stands, but I don't care. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. I, I have a series, a whole bunch of new music. This episode, everything I'm picking except for the track at the very end to wrap up the show is new stuff. So to kick it off, Nexo, N-E-X-O. They're from Copenhagen in Denmark. They are set to release False Flag on April 15th. So that's coming up here in about two weeks. Uh, I played a track over on Punkanoi Worldwide, episode 89, a few weeks back. Uh, off of this release, it was the last episode I was doing of bands from Denmark. I did a few in a row. And I am actually going to be including another episode coming up. So if you would like to check out more bands from Denmark, go check those out. But... This band, Copenhagen band, uh, Nexo, False Flag, they're awesome. I want to thank Christian for sharing it with us. It's good stuff. I played White Lies on the Punkanoi Worldwide episode 89. On this episode, we're going to check out Truth Aside. So let's do it. <laughs>
What do you think of that one? Well, the entire time that that song was playing, I was looking up where to get their music. <laughs> so, yeah, before the song even ended, I just... The fuckers won me over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I found their band camp, and now I'm following them, and I'm going to be listening to them later. Yes. Great track. Great... The, the whole thing, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, a lot of cool tracks on there. There are... 12? Is it 12 or 13? 12 tracks. Looks like 12 tracks. Go check it out. Uh, when it comes out, that is. I have it. I've been listening to it. But they do have other music, I believe, that you can't go check out. But be on the lookout. Uh, it's going to get released. False Flag is on TNS Records, Kink Records, and Five Feet Under with support from Coda, K-O-D-A. Uh, again, April 15th. Go check out the band. Nexo. Does it say False Flag is? Oh, it's going to be coming out. Coming out, yes. Okay, because I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't on their band camp. <laughs> April 15th. So you got about two weeks left, everybody out there, but be on the lookout. Truth aside, and if you want to hear another track before that, go check out episode 89 of Punkanoid Worldwide with White Lies. Do Next it. up, we are going to go to Denver for a band, Caltrops. Uh, cool band. I like the band name. Uh, they uh, just released some new music. Samara is the name uh or samsara sorry a typo on my part samsara is the ep there's a couple tracks on there we're going to play the title track here in a moment uh first i want to thank dan for sharing uh the band the music with us and just in case you haven't heard of the band the band features current and ex-members of asura osrotten bottom bracket chemically crippled gut pest jumbo septigram uh, the band Caltrops is a Denver-based three-piece band, which is influenced by D-beat, hardcore, punk, and crust. Are you ready, Eric? Fuck, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the EP came out January 10th. Let's get into that title track, Samsara.
So what would you think? As advertised? Uh, definitely. <laughs> they don't sound too dissimilar to a band that I just saw last night, who are who are also from Denver. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty weird. I think they just have a whole thing going on there now. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Denver does have a lot of really great bands. Uh, festival coming July third maybe second no first and second i don't know there's a, a festival gonna be at the bluebird theater there go look it up a lot of great denver bands but bands from all over the place the the point is is denver can host something like that provide a bunch of great local bands as it were and really fill out a fantastic lineup that people like me would like to travel for yeah. anyway really cool band there uh caltrops go check out that new ep there's another song to check out Besides the title track, Samsara. We got one more new one before we play something old, then we play something new again. So uh, before we get there, uh, we're going to play Sergeant Skag. They have Spotless and Sponsored that will be released. The single's release date is April 1st. So this Friday, the single will be released. You can check it out. But they do have a release that this will be on called At Least Mostly Halfway Dead. <laughs> at least at least mostly halfway dead uh, uh, so be on the lookout for that I don't know the exact release date of that but this track Spotless and Sponsored will be on it uh, we've had Sergeant Skag on the show one of the I think it still might be is the only interview we've interviewed two bands at the same time because <laughs> uh, we had Sergeant Skag and Hans Gruber and the Die Hards I remember at least that. two members from each band because they did a split yeah. and uh, that was new music, not quite the last new music, but pretty close to the last new music that Sergeant Skag had before this. Them yeah. being from Hartford, Connecticut, uh, they've been around since the late 90s. Let's get into that new music, Spotless and Sponsored. You love them cakes, mama. You need them bottles, mama. You know them tricks, mama. You love them cakes, mama. You need them bottles, mama. You know them tricks, mama. And you get dollars for your shit.
<laughs> Do you, Sarge? <laughs> that that's a cool track. I'm definitely looking forward to the the rest of the album. Uh, that track right there, spotless and sponsored. You will be able to get it this Friday. Go check it out. Uh, I like their sound, man. I hope we get to see them live. I mean, you know, a great thing I've been noticing about Instagram, uh, up, you know, maybe the last couple weeks, but before that, it was the the bright spot for me was seeing all the album flyers, seeing the festivals come in the summer, and everybody's announcing we're playing this, we're playing that, we're playing this, and you know, shows happening. But not as frequently seeing the the videos and the pictures of the shows. And in the last few weeks, man, my Instagram just scrolling through, looking at live shows, people posting videos of their shows all over the world. Uh, th- these are, and it's just fantastic to see stuff like that happening again. Because man, there's a while where you just scroll through Instagram. Like I want to keep up with bands, and you get to see some new music coming out because yeah. people had the ability to write and create because they didn't have as much else going on. But uh, the other part of the scene, the other part of what we enjoy is these bands playing live and touring around and playing live in other places other than where they live. So that is pretty awesome. Uh, Hopefully we get to see Sergeant Skag. I bet they would be a lot of fun to watch live. Oh, I am sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Eric, let's get into the one and only older, lesser known. It's not lesser known. We'll just call it the older track. Your album was <laughs> even older than this, so we're kind of going to alternate a little bit uh, for the next couple tracks. A little out of the ordinary for the show, but nonetheless, yeah. at least Eric's sticking to format. Me, I got a lot of new stuff to get to, so I got to get it on. Otherwise, uh, I'll never catch up. Yep. I mean, I am sticking to format, as yes. you said. Um, <laughs> however... I, I remind you all, if you saw my post uh, advertising last week's episode, there was a disclaimer. I am going to be repeating myself a little bit on this episode regarding the album I chose as my great cover to cover of last week, and that was Bad Religion's Recipe for Hate. I did it as a way to just kind of uh, celebrate that they are coming back to Salt Lake City, and they played the show. They did play it. It was a couple nights ago. It was awesome. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But... I figured that I played my favorite album by them, and there are three specific songs that are my favorite, and I just could not let one of them go to waste. (laughs) So yeah, last week it was the title track and Struck a Nerve, both of which were played at the show on Monday. I mean, Recipe for Hate I kind of expected, but Struck a Nerve, holy shit. They never play that song, so that was a nice little surprise. However, my absolute favorite song on this album is The Closer, and they did not play that. That was so sad. Uh, I got to hear it played live uh, some years ago. I mean, I've seen Bad Religion ten times now. I'm pretty sure I've seen most, if not all, of my favorite songs played live at least once. (laughs) Uh, I'll get into that later. I'm losing the track. Losing the plot here. The track that I chose is the album closer of Recipe for Hate, and it's Skyscraper. I don't have much else to say about the album, but uh, Skyscraper, there's just something about it. The way that it's sung, the way that the guitars work off of each other, and just the... Oh, man, just the just the chorus itself. Just the uh, just this uh, uh, very opaque image of building up a skyscraper and tearing it down, and how it's a basically a visual metaphor for building a relationship with somebody and then they just tear it down and it's like oh 
fuck. This <laughs> relates more to me now than it does ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about my personal life, but I'm recently single. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> so yeah, bad religion. Once again, here is Skyscraper. Come let us make bricks and burn them hard. We'll build a city with a tower for the world And climb so we can reach anything we may propose Anything at all Fill me up, tear me down Like a skyscraper a skyscraper <laughs> and then there's about 20 seconds of silence after that <laughs> okay yep so yep i went through <clears throat> but it just took me two episodes but i got to talk about my favorite songs from my favorite album by one of my favorite bands and i will be talking a lot more about them regarding their show on monday because oh boy it was fun it was a lot of fun and yeah We'll get to that when we get to that. But for now, what else is new, Dustin? More new. Uh, the band LA's <clears throat> Forgotten, they released a self-titled LA's Forgotten January 13th of this year. So more new stuff. They're from Pomona in California. I want to thank Jeff for sharing uh, this track. Uh, get the hell out of here is what we're going to listen to here in a moment. Uh, first, the band LA's Forgotten, they've been playing together for 10 years. They came up with the name LA's Forgotten because they wanted to remember their old punk buddies that have passed throughout the years. 
And they also really want to have the sound that the 80s punk rock sound, they want to, sorry, they really want the sound to have that 80s punk rock sound, there we go, as they never want to be forgotten. Uh, the, the several band members, like, these guys got together individually even before that 10 years and had been in the punk scene since, you know, several years before that. A lot of experience in the band. Uh, the band has been together for 10 years. Drummer, I think they've swapped the drummer out a couple times since then. You know how it goes, Eric. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> All right, LA's Forgotten. Cool band. I'm really glad they shared this. I really enjoy it. Uh, I On my list of albums to get to, because I've only heard a couple of the tracks, but it's a full-length album. There's a lot more tracks to get to. So we're going to all listen to this one together. Get the hell out of here. And as I plan to do, and I recommend you to do, go listen to the rest. Here we go with L.A.'s Forgotten. with 
Get the hell out of here. That is LA's Forgotten. LA's Forgotten. Yeah, I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I didn't. I did not forget. They have some. <clears throat> yeah, they have some catchy bits of that song. Absolutely, I, I recommend going and checking out the rest. The couple tracks I heard, I really enjoyed. Uh, you can go check them out. Uh, I saw it on iTunes. I know that the CD release should be coming anytime now. I think within the next week. It might be this week. But, uh, it, you know, if you're there in Pomona, L.A. area, uh, you can probably go get your copy uh, when it comes out. But otherwise, go follow them, go follow them uh, wherever you can. We'll talk more about the social medias and such by the end of the episode because yeah. you know how that's how we do it. Yeah, that's always how we do it. If I could give one criticism on it, though, I would say I hope that they are better presented live because the vocals on this one sounded very weak. Dare I even say disinterested? <laughs> it's like, gotta get the hell out of here. I'm like, come on, man. Get some more oomph in that thing. <laughs> that's just that's just my critic coming out. Old habits die hard. It was a profession of mine, still kind of is. But the <laughs> fact is, everything was good on that one. Just the vocals needed to be less reserved. They needed to be more amplified. Maybe it was just the recording. Maybe so. Maybe the recording. But honestly... I hope he's more lively when he's playing live. <laughs> I hope so, too. And I would hope to get to see them, especially because they're L.A. and that's not far from here. So uh -huh. hopefully at some point. Eric, let's talk yeah. about some live shows. Speaking of live shows, before we get to uh, a couple great cover-to-cover -cover albums. Okay. Yeah, and I got a great cover-to-cover -cover album. Yeah. And it's a, that, too, is also very old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. We're alternating, like I said. I have several shows to talk about, but none that I've been to. Just upcoming shows. You've yep. been to two shows I have since last to... week, so let's hear about them. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the obvious one, the Bad Religion Show. First off, before I start talking about the band, the, the band itself, Bad Religion, the opener, Slaughterhouse, they were really good. Awesome. I really enjoyed Slaughterhouse. They had a very old school uh, punk rock and roll vibe, like kind of on the same... Uh, kind of on the same scale as uh, the Runaways and uh, X as okay. well, uh, but also had a bit of uh, yeah. There was also a bit of uh, God. What is it? Not as uh, crazy sounding as, but you can still tell that they were in the vicinity of Bikini Kill. Okay, I got a lot of that sort of Riot Girl vibe from them, and I know how it's sounding because. The band themselves, they have a female vocalist, and I somehow art articulate them with the sounds of bands that also all have female vocalists. But I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, the, yeah, <laughs> the sound, it's coincidental that the sound is the same, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they see it as very serendipitous. However, they were a great band. They had a great live presence. I dropped a few bucks down and bought a... I bought their album and hung out with them a bit. The also the lady that I was with that I've been seeing uh, pretty casually. She she was like, "I'm gonna get that band to sign my tits," and they did. <laughs> all four of them. <laughs> so yeah, this this was their first time playing in Salt Lake City, and for and probably the first memory that they made here is like, yeah, this girl she came up to us after the show and asked us to sign her sign her tits, and we did. <laughs> I've never asked. So when one has their tits signed, do they just what do you do? 
because eventually you're going to shower and it's going to wash off. You just enjoy it while it's there. Pretty much. Take a picture. Yeah. Oh, they took a picture. It's on their Instagram story. You can see that. It's like Salt Lake was a blast. First time playing Salt Lake, and they're never going to forget. And I told them, hey, next time you guys come through, I know places, I know people, I know bands. We can set something up, and it'll be a lot rowdier. Nice. So, yeah, Slaughterhouse. I'm going to be playing some of their stuff in the next couple of episodes. I got a lot of bands I got to... Whose music I got to play. Not necessarily new music, but new to me. And okay. maybe new to a lot of our fair listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> so Slaughterhouse, do check them out. Uh, they're a little hard to find because, you know, the name Slaughterhouse. Probably I, I a know. lot of movies would show up or something, right? Yeah, maybe a lot of movie, uh, uh, maybe a lot of studios. There you <laughs> go. Slaughterhouse. Oh, man. But they spell it with uh, two S's. I know that. That's on their Instagram. But Okay. But yeah, when the time comes, the time will come. You know, Slaughterhouse, I will play you guys. You guys are awesome. I don't think you'll be listening to this episode, but whatever. (laughs) I'm speaking to the ether. All right, let's get to the big potatoes here. The main course, the bad religion. Holy hell. Like I said, I've seen bad religion. This was my 10th time seeing them. And yep, this was their, they're going on their 50th anniversary tour, which was supposed to be in 2020. But we all know how 2020 went for everybody, especially (laughs) performing artists. So they did a bit of a belated show. And they were supposed to be playing here last November. But guess what? One of the Bad Religion guys caught the old virus. So 2020 followed them a little (laughs) bit close. Too close. (laughs) So they rescheduled the show. They were supposed to be playing with Alkaline Trio. Alkaline was good to play. They played an extra long set that night. I was not there. That was when I went to go see my friends in Crow Killer play their belated CD release show. Again, a result of 2020. (laughs) It's weird how this is all lighting up. Regardless, Bad Religion, they finally rescheduled all the shows they were supposed to play on the rest of that tour. A few, yeah, a few dates in uh, California, quite a few, most of which are sold out. (laughs) And then, of course, Salt Lake City. And they came, they played Salt Lake City, and I gotta tell you, it was a great set list. I mean... You have a band who's got a catalog, a discography that spans 50 years. Right. Yeah, you're... I made the joke when I got in. I was like, I hope they play all 50 of my favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, a, I got a few. Like I said earlier, they played Struck a Nerve. That came right out of nowhere. And yeah, they played Recipe for Hate. And, you know, it's not a bad religion set unless, you know, if they don't play 21st Century Digital Boy or No Control or Infected or You. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are always, always, always going to be on the set list. Also, Sorrow. That one is always on there. Oh, and I Want to Conquer the World. But they did do some deep cuts on on there. They played some more of the uh, fan favorites like Generator. They did New Dark Ages and they did Supersonic. But they also did some stuff like uh, Prove It from uh, Process of Belief. They did an old song, very old, Damn to Be Free. They even did some stuff off of their Back to the Known EP, the song Along the Way. Wow. So that came out right the fuck out of nowhere. And then they did some really deep cuts from their other albums, like Slumber from Stranger Than Fiction. And, oh man, what was the other... Ah, I'm fucking losing it here. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess Struck <laughs> a Nerve is You did a good job remembering all that you've remembered already. I'm reading their set list. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, you had a... 
Oh, yeah. Department of False Hope. The one song that they played from the True North album. Okay. Yeah. And one thing that struck me is through this entire set list, they did not play a single song from Empire Strikes First. Nothing. No fucking Sinister Rouge. No Let Them Meet War. No God's Love. No Los Angeles is Burning. That one is pretty much always guaranteed to be on one of their set lists. But no. None. Nada. (laughs) And... But again, like I said, a band whose catalog spans over 50 years, you kind of expect that they're going to miss a song or two or miss an album or two. Right. (laughs) But the thing that I've noticed in my years of seeing Bad Religion, they kind of fluctuate between albums. Like maybe one tour, they want to give some more love to the Grey Race. And maybe another one, they want to give more love to the New America and others, they say, eh, you know what? We haven't played stuff from uh, the old catalog, like the first album. Let's uh, get some more of that in there. Right. Though I will say, I am pretty surprised that they didn't play uh, from their first album. They didn't play We're Only Gonna Die. I've seen that every time that they played. Same thing with Stranger Than Fiction. The song, Stranger Than Fiction. I cannot believe they didn't play that. I mean, I'm not bummed. I've heard that song a million and a half <laughs> times, and I'm kind of sick of it. But still, it was just pretty odd to me. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm still holding out for them to play one, 10 in 2010, one of my favorites. And also, um, shit, I just lost it. I just lost it. It's right there. Incomplete. Okay. <laughs> yep. But they did play my all time favorite song. That one being modern man, which was actually pretty funny. People were just like shouting out the names of certain songs. And this one girl was just being very uh, forward, play Modern Man, Modern Man, I got my friend right here, he wants to hear that song. She's holding up her phone, she's got him on video, like video chat. <laughs> so they're like, well, hold on, hold on. We got a few other songs to play right now, but we might get to that one. <laughs> it, it was already on the set list, but it was pretty funny. And people actually threw their phone up onto the stage. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, pretty weird. They're just that like, is weird. Oh, we don't know whose phone this is. But they're taking selfies with it. <laughs> oh, man. It was a fun time. It was a really great time. And again, the little lady friend that I was seeing, it was the first time in about 10 years that I heavily made out at a show. Wow. I was so happy. I'm like, oh, you're making me feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> oh, and I tell you, I got pretty rowdy in the pit. Like, uh, during the little... Uh, Slammy breakdown part and anesthesia. I just went ham. I was bumping into people, just slamming myself through the crowd and just headbanging all around. Then the last time is when they they closed the set with Fuck Armageddon. And I just, and like as soon as the song broke, I just uh, threw my back into everybody, just started backing up, crowd killing. And then just like, all right, the circle pit's open, motherfuckers. (laughs) So yeah, I felt like I was I felt like I was young again. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, that was one show. The next show that I went to, this was actually pretty funny. It was a show I forgot about. And I have a shitload of flyers saved on my phones and with the intention of posting them, and I forget to do that quite a bit. <laughs> I got a lot of shit going on, man. <laughs> so forgive me. But there was a yeah, there was a show. It was this band from Denver called Victim of Fire. And they were scheduled to play at your mom's house, which is where the guys in NARC live. Okay. Yep. So uh, NARC did not open because... Uh, actually, I don't know why. But 
Social Stigma also opened for them. Suffocator played, and uh, Ribbons also played. I missed every single one of those opening bands because here was the thing: I was uh, doing a doing a bit of a walk around my neighborhood because that's something I try to do at least every other day because walking's good for you, man. Right? Close your, close your head, gets your blood pumping, and it makes you it makes you feel good. And then my friend uh, Connor from Sacrilegion, he texted me, hey, are you going to the show at your mom's house? There's a show? Oh, well, fuck, should I? <laughs> I actually texted him back. He's like, yeah, you should. I'm on my way now. Okay, I guess I'll go. And your mom's house is only a few blocks away from where I live, so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to walk there. Why not? I have, Again, I can't remember the last time I had to walk myself to a show since I was in high school before I knew how to drive and or did not have a car and couldn't find anyone who was going to the show to bum a ride from. So I'm like, okay, public transportation and a lot of walking and skateboarding. (laughs) But I did not have my board with me. Oh, how I wish I did. But we all kind of know how that went. So, yeah, I walked myself to the show, got there just in time to see Victim of Fire. And man, those guys killed it. They are such a good band. They are very hard metal-tinged D-beat type stuff. They're kind of crusty, but not all that really. They 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 have a lot of metal going on in their uh, discharge-based sound. Cool. And yeah, and if you doubt that they have any metallic influence, you know what they actually covered that night? They covered none other than Aces High by Iron Maiden. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Okay, I have literally never heard a band of this caliber cover something like Iron Maiden. <laughs> oh, but they owned it. They were really, they were really cool guys. I talked with their uh, singer slash guitarist, um, Austin, after a while, and he gave us a cup. He gave me and my friends a couple of stickers, and he gave us a CD. He's like, "Yeah, you know what? We don't even really sell the CDs that well, so I'm just trying to get rid of them. You want one? Yeah. Okay. Here, here, take them. <laughs> wow." So I got a, I got into a show for free because it was donation based. I did not have my wallet on me, <laughs> and I got a free CD as a result. So, yeah, it was worth the walk over there. Well, after you listen to it, if you haven't already, I, it sounds like the least we could do is play them on the show. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta show them some love on that one. And it's, uh, I mean, their music, what I heard live, is really good. Uh, and it was, it was great. And it was a great time. I loved it. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. So thank you, thank you, uh, Victim of Fire for playing here. Thank you, Conrad, for booking them. And thank you, Connor, for reminding me that the show was happening. <laughs> uh, great times. Awesome. And that's all I have on the grounds of shows that I have attended. Yeah, just two. But I can talk your ears off. <laughs> right? Well, I'll go over a quick list, and I'm sure you've got some stuff to add to it. Uh this one is Friday, April 1st. It's 10 bucks, 7 p.m. It's in Philly. Hostel City Oi is bringing it to you. Stomp Out Abuse. It features Rob Lind. Everybody, you know Rob Lind. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Ramallah and Blood for Blood. Oh, White Trash Rob. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know his last name. <laughs> I just know him by his... Uh, Street name, as it were. <laughs> well, also you'll get Silence Equals Death, Extinguish the Code, Kirk B. Kiss, Orlando Furioso, and Get Yourself Killed. All that for 10 bucks. It's pretty awesome. Uh, it's going to be in Philadelphia. Go check that one out. 
next, Bricks and Mortar on April 2nd. They're going to be playing with Darker Days, Hagglers at Sally O'Brien's uh, in Somerville, Massachusetts. And then on the 16th, they'll be playing with Marianne Toilet and the Runs <laughs> and the Graniteers, and that'll be in Salem, uh, Massachusetts. So go check both of those out. Love Bricks and Mortar. Looking forward to uh, Troy and those guys also playing with Razors in the Night. That will be coming up before too long. Here in Salt Lake, there's a couple shows. First, uh, one that I'm going to attend. Well, I'll be attending one even sooner than this one, but this is the flyer I'm looking at right now. Big D and the Kids Table. We'll be playing a West Coast tour with Left Alone and the Maxis. April 5th in Denver, April 6th in Salt Lake, April 7th in Vegas, April 8th in San Diego, April 9th in Santa Ana, California, and April 10th in Tempe, Arizona. So uh, I like Big D and the Kids Table. They're cool, but I'm actually going to see Left Alone because I love Left Alone. They are fantastic. They'll be at the Urban Lounge here in Salt Lake. Go look up Left Alone. If you want to find out more details on that show, that'll be next Wednesday. So right as soon as Eric and I get done with the show, that's where I'm heading. All right. <laughs> and on this Friday, I'm sure Eric will talk more about uh, some of these shows, but I'm going to go see Project Sellout. Uh, Eric, I will leave those for you because you're going to be playing one of those oh, shows. Yeah. I've got some stuff to say, so don't worry about that. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll leave those to Eric. Uh, a couple fest. well. Tour Circle Jerks, I've been giving you updates. Uh, April 1st, they'll be in Toronto. The 2nd, it's sold out in Montreal. Uh, the 3rd, Quebec City. Burlington, Vermont on the 5th. Boston, sold out on the 7th. Asbury Park in New Jersey on the 8th, which is sold out. Philadelphia on the 9th, sold out. Bunch of sold out shows. I wonder why. <laughs> they're going to be playing. So Circle Jerks, still a ton more shows to come. I mean, they have a lot of shows uh, that they're going to be playing a uh, show that is coming up on Saturday, April 9th at First Street Pool and Billiard in Los Angeles. $15 pre-sale at Eventbrite, but $20 at the door. You can go see Murphy's Law, Hard Knocks, uh, Count Time, Deviated State, 21 Gun Salute, and Criminal Outfit. Uh, again, that is awesome. 15 bucks. all great bands. I think we've played just about all of those bands on this show at some point. So if you're in that area, go check that out. If you're over in Europe, Oi, this is Teglin, which I believe is in the Netherlands. I've said that for the last couple weeks. But it's Saturday the 16th. It'd be one you'd want to travel to. Uh, you'll get to see Stomper 98, Crown Court, Arch Rivals, The Young Ones, The Reapers, Knock Off, One Voice, and Ben Out of Shape. A lot of really cool bands all traveling to get to that show and I have two, two things left. One is the Casualties and Lion's Law are in Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the 31st, they're in Köln in Germany, then Ubach in Germany. On the 1st, on the 2nd, they'll be in Montbéliard in France. They'll be off on the 3rd. They'll be in Paris on the 4th. Rennes on the 5th. Toulouse on the 6th. Bilboa in Spain in, well, it's not Spain, but uh, Spain area. What it, I can't remember what they call it. I apologize. But close. And they'll be playing with the Exploited as well on, the, what was that, the 7th. And then they will be playing in Spain in, on the 8th and 9th in Burgos and Madrid. And then a whole lot more shows because they'll be playing pretty much the majority of April. But 
we'll get there as that gets closer. And finally, we're gonna. I want to talk about the bad asset shows that I talked about last time. First, I want to thank Johnny for uh, pointing out Hamtramck because I was pronouncing that uh, that city incorrect. So <laughs> Hamtramck. Uh, on the fifteenth, they'll be playing in Hamtramck at New Dodge Lounge with Keep Away Consencia Total uh, from Chicago and Disturbio Social. Uh, again, that's on the 15th in Hamtramck, 10 bucks. Go check out Bad Assets there. Then Bad Assets on the 16th, so they'll be doing two sets of two-nighters. Flint City, Hard Cider presents Bad Assets, You Dirty Rat, High Totals, and Screw. That one is only 5 bucks, and that is in Flint, Michigan. And then on the 29th, Friday the 29th at 6 p.m., it looks like, I think that says six $6.00. Ask a punk if you want to figure out where that show is. Uh, Bad Assets, The Old Breed, EKG, and Frente Norte, who's going to be doing their LP release plus Rat Trap. And that is Grand Central DIY Presents. So you can go ask a punk, ask any members of those bands if you want to go check that one out. And finally, on the 30th of April, Nico's 30th birthday party on the 30th of April, with uh, Bad Assets playing with the Ridgelands, Substitute Prostitute, and Fighting Scraps. And that one is at Double Play Saloon on Western Avenue. And I want to say that one was in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with that. 13011 Western Avenue. Look that up. That's Double Play Saloon in case I got that incorrect. Eric, that's all the ones that I have that I'm talking about. Uh, what do you got? Oh, well, I got a lot of shows happening in our Nick of the Woods here, and three of which involve the same band. <laughs> so, yeah, two of them land on the exact same day, April 1st, the April Fool's Day, the pagan New Year, as it were. And the band, the lovely, talented skater boys from Lemon Grove, Project Sell Out will be making their way back up to Salt Lake for I don't know how many times they played here. They played here so much they might as well be a local band. Anyway, they'll be playing uh, a early evening show at Resolute Tattoo with the Usurpers and Violent Unrest and Mandalore and All Systems Fail. The latter two of which are celebrating their tour kickoff, which... Is not going to be happening until the end of April, but still, this is this counts, <laughs> you know, because well, I mean, Mandalore will be playing Provo the next day, so it kind of counts. <laughs> the yeah, the point is, if you listen to the Mandalore episode, the episode where we were interviewing Mandalore, they'll be going with All Systems Fail to Latin America and touring various cities down there. So if you're in uh, if you're in any of those uh, countries, I don't remember <clears throat> which ones he was saying, but we'll get the we'll get the info from that soon, and we will and we will present it to you guys. Uh, yeah. Anyway, later that night they are going to be playing a 21 plus bar show. I mean, you know, what other type of bar show is there? <laughs> Shit. Right. At Aces High Saloon with Sacrilegion and myself, me, just me. I'm playing solo. I'm actually just getting up there and yelling. <laughs> okay, no, the, that's not entirely untrue. I 
I actually do get up on stage and I yell, but I have one, two, three, four people behind me playing music. Something like that. I believe they call us a musical group. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. We're anonymous. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> so that's all happening on the first. On the second, Project Sellout will be heading down to Provo and be playing at the Ladies Dog Shop with Mandalore, like I said, and with Backhand. So that'll be a fun one as well. Also on the second, um, over at the Soundwell, the bands Touche Amour, Vane.fm, and Military Gun, and Foxtail will be playing. So some of your, uh, if some of your teenage angst hasn't quite worn out and you need to get back in touch with that, well, that's the show for you. And if not, if you want to get a bit more into the... Uh, if you want to get a bit more into the uh, grimy side of things, on the 6th at Aces High, the band Suffocator and Ulteriors and the Cryptics will all be playing there. And I suggest to go see the Ulteriors. They are a lot of fun to see live, especially Ike, their singer. He just gets so animated. It's like, you see him on stage and you see him in real life, he is a completely different person. Wow. It's perfect. That's awesome. Uh, and then there's the seventh. There are one, two, three shows on the seventh to check out. One for all you, for all you flag wavers of all things hardcore. There is Dying Wish with Vended and Loathe at the Soundwell, all opening up for Code Orange. Uh, remember the last time Code Orange was here? Oh uh, yeah, a certain person got her fucking jaw knocked out of place. Uh, that was a whole thing. Uh, not worth talking about now, but Code Orange, all I'm saying is that they're fucking brutal. <laughs> if you haven't listened to them, yeah, you'll, you're in for some shit. Anyway, something a little tamer, but still just as awesome. At the stateroom, Sasa Sasami will be playing with Jigsaw Youth. Jigsaw Youth, they are coming to Salt Lake. I am excited for that one. I gotta see Jigsaw Youth at least once. Right? They're killer. And then at... Uh, the name is interchangeable for this one at your mama's house, your mom's house, and this time it's your mother's house. <laughs> uh, the band's Bummer from Washington and, oh, Bummer and Disease, both from Washington, and Family Vacation from Oregon will be playing with Nark and Betty at your mom's house. And finally, and finally, Disease will be playing again on the 8th with Slither and Nark and Betty again. Also at your mom's house. I really hope that that's just not the same show on a different date, but we shall see. We shall <laughs> see. Some of these bands, they like to play five times out of the week. Mostly because they got nothing better to do. Oh! <laughs> okay, that's that's all I got for the next, the next batch of shows that will be coming up in the next 15 days or so. Awesome. Well, we've talked enough. Let's talk a little more <laughs> <laughs> about the albums that we're going to be playing. You're up first. Yeah, let's give a Tell us of, about it. Yeah, let's give a little bit of a, a narrative lead in to what's eventually going to round back into listening to something musical. Right. And yes, I like I said, my album that I chose for this episode is a very much older album. Right. <laughs> Yep, and the this is from one of the bands that paved the way for many a skinhead to really just uh, force their anger out into the into the world in a musical vessel. That band is 
the one and only 69 Shams. I mean, the <laughs> Sham 69. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sham 69. Everybody who's into punk rock has at least heard one of their songs, and you know which one I'm talking about. But I tell you, man, you do a deep dive on Sham 69, they got so many good hits and stuff that you feel needs to be represented a little bit more, especially on the album that I chose, That's Life. That's Life, that's like the... That's like the flag waver of all of Sham 69's, at least LP releases. Because their singles became a lot more popular. I mean, you think of Sham 69, everybody knows the kids are alright, but they are more than just that. They're more than just Borstal Breakout. They're more than just Hurry Up Harry. They have a lot of great songs, and one of two of which I'm going to uh, put forth from the album, That's Life. There's a lot of great songs on there, but my two favorite ones will come as follows. The first one, Everybody's Wrong, Everybody's Right. Yeah, this is a very, it's a slower one. It sounds like a more folk ballad, uh, which is kind of an out-of-left-field rendition of Sham 69's uh, usual musical output. But it really owns, owns true in that sort of a punk rock regard because, you know, uh, Jimmy, he's not trying to sound like a good singer. He's still keeping a tone and a melody, but it's not like he's trying to be the next, uh, uh, I don't know, John Fogarty <laughs> or, or Paul McCartney or whatever, you know, just insert famous good singer here. <laughs> he's, <laughs> right? still a, he's still very punk. It's still a bunch of very uh, barroom kind of a drinking type song. Not, not party hardy, just kind of you're sitting there hunched over the table with a pint in your hand just thinking... Fuck me. <laughs> That's what this song kind of entails. That's what it makes me feel like. And the song itself lyrically depicts uh, really the fact that no one has the be-all, end-all answer to anything. Yet we still find it within reason to call someone out on something we disagree with. Which, yeah, and depending on the situation, is very much called for. But, you know, at the end of the day, no one is 100%. What is truth, anyway? Truth is just a... It's fairy dust. It doesn't exactly <laughs> exist. You can think that you know the truth, but your brain is going to romanticize. You're going to focus on certain certain things that you paid attention to, and you're not going to see the whole picture unless you sit on it for a while. So even then, the truth will probably be, at best, 60% correct. <laughs> uh so yeah, before I get too far down the rabbit hole in this uh, philosophical escapade, let's listen to Everybody's Wrong and Everybody's Right from Sham 69. Morning, Frank, and I'm sorry I'm late, but... You're late uh, again, I warned you fairly, I'm sorry. Well, Three listen, times no, listen, late, like, it's not my fault, but the alarm went off late. I don't I care, help it. you're sacked. Oh, please, look, why, I'm, why am I sacked? Look, I can't use this There's a fair enough you're excuse, all... isn't it? Look, you've never the alarm went off properly. late. You're late, oh, and please. you're sacked, I've told you. Oh. Get your money and go. How come is it I'm always wrong and you're always right? Well, such a bleeding job, I didn't want it anyway. I'm the baby scarred above. I'm the kid with kicked out teeth. Cuddled, then rejected. Stolen, given back. I'm a jumper on the wrong way. With a label sticking out. I've been hung up. To dry, but the dirt just won't come out. Everybody's wrong, everybody's right. But someone must be wrong when someone else is right. Everybody's wrong, everybody's right. 
You tell me that I'm wrong, then you tell me that I'm right. I'm the baby that kept on crying And his dad said, leave him alone I'm the kid with a stick that wants to grow up quick I'm a jumper on the wrong way With the label sticking out I've been hung up to dry But the dirt just won't come out Everybody's wrong, everybody's right But someone must be wrong when someone else is right Everybody's wrong, everybody's right You tell me that I'm wrong, then you tell me that I'm right Everybody's right, but someone must be wrong when someone else is right. Everybody's wrong, everybody's right. You tell me that I'm wrong, then you tell me that I'm right. Don't tell me you're mixed up, you stupid little boy. I'm wrong, you're right. I couldn't give a damn. I know that you don't need me. So watch me walk away But before I go You better give me my week's pay I'm someone you don't understand I'm the fool that laughs and cries I'm loved, I'm hated Oh, what's going on? I'm a jumper on the wrong way With the label sticking out I've been hung up so dry But the dirt still won't come out Everybody's wrong, everybody's right I don't know who's wrong and I don't know who's right Everybody's wrong, everybody's right I get up in the morning and I go to bed at night Ah, oh, Harry. Alright, there you go. You're too well too. What was that? Got a sack on. There you go. Yeah, it's morning. Bleed now. Oh, Take it. coming, didn't you? Well, see, what do you mean I had it coming? What do I mean? You had three days off last week. Leave me alone. Well, so what? Well, what else is he gonna do? How are you gonna get some money? Oh, I know what I'm gonna do, so I know I'm gonna go down the betting shop. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, little uh, uh, little spoken skits like that with just the just them going back and forth with each other and just you know, just kind of uh, 
just kind of buffing out the album a little bit just to kind of give a sense of realism like yeah this is real life man <laughs> yeah also i should verify the uh yeah what i was saying about what the song is about yeah it still falls under the umbrella of like no one has the um definitive right answer or the wrong answer for that as well it's just a. Uh, yeah, but it was mostly just like everyone kind of criticizing the their people's way of life, which under, you know, Jim Percy's lifestyle and many of his peers, they are living the punk rock, the skinhead lifestyle. That was their choice. And back then in 1978, that was a huge statement. Everyone was just looking at them like with permanent scowls on their face, <laughs> just thinking... These guys are going to be wasting their life. It's like, well, who are you to say that your way of living is the right way? We think that our way of living is the right way. Fuck off. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what I get from that song. And it's, uh, yeah, it's really great. Just lyrically dense and just so, um, just so laid back and reserved. But it just really allows the emotions to settle in. But don't worry, there's plenty of aggression to go around in that in that entire album. It's just so lively. And that's where that's what brings me to the other song, probably my favorite Sham 69 song, Sunday Morning Nightmare. <laughs> oh man, that thing just uh, it just hits so hard. It is so amped up. It just makes you feel spastic. It just when I saw them live, when they came here in Salt Lake fucking many a blue moon ago, <laughs> they they not only played that song, but I remember right before they played it, the singer, he looked down at me, and he was like, Oi, what the fuck are you wearing? And I was wearing my shirt of Gate Creeper. I go, what, you can't read? It's a Gate Creeper shirt. What the fuck is a Gate Creeper? I'm like, they're a death metal band. Hey, you don't look like a death metal head to me. You look like a right pig fucker, you do. <laughs> and that's the thing with the... <laughs> Those limey, that limey sense of humor is just so blunt and in the face, you can't help but laugh. <laughs> in other words, it's a term of endearment. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I remember that specifically from that show, along with, you know, Sunday Morning Nightmare. And I was just bouncing, I was pogoing, I was jumping into people. I was having a great time, man. So, come have a great time with me. This is Sunday Morning Nightmare. <laughs>
Best songs by Sham Sixty Nine, and it's really about muscling through a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday morning nightmare. I've been there. A lot of other people have been there, except for the straight edge kids, most of them. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe their Sunday morning nightmare is just uh, trying to pick themselves up after you know a sugar rush. I guess <laughs> maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or just a, or maybe in a Conrad's case. How about a night of hefty comic book reading and then, oh, got to be up for work the next day. <laughs> got to work on a Sunday. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. So, so yeah, Sham69, they are the, they are UK Brits, the UK punk rock aficionados. They are the stalwarts of Oi, and they are still appreciated very much to this day. Even if you just know the songs, Kids Are United, I definitely recommend checking out the rest of their catalog because it is worth it. <sighs> and listen to it 69 times at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, the album I picked, again, is just more new music. A lot of good stuff to get to. This is an album I've really enjoyed. I've got my vinyl I ordered from Pirates Press. You can order yours from Pirates Press if you feel so inclined, if you like it. Uh, the band Charger, they're pretty awesome. I've already seen them play once live, hoping to get to see them play, I don't know, you know, a lot more times, right? Right. Uh, they are from East Bay there in California. The, the band features a lot of really good ba band members, including Matt Freeman, but uh, also Andrew McGee and Jason Willer. Jason Willer uh, has been in, uh, looks like, several bands, Alaric. Brain Ticket, Crossed Stitched Eyes, uh, Headers Lebanon, this one I, I've heard of, Jello Biafra and the Guantanamo School of Medicine, The Born Uglies, The Enemies, and looks like UK Subs. So Jason has played in a few bands. But now in Charger, along with uh, Matt Freeman and uh, Andrew McGee. So... The album came out, Warhorse, the album, their LP album, came out March 18th. A lot of cool tracks on there. Uh, played uh, Rolling Through the Night. I think that was the first single that was released way back in January. I played that, I think, over on Punk and Oil Worldwide some, for some January stuff. Yeah. That, but I want to play a couple other tracks. I really like the album. Let's get into these and see what you think. So Stand, Fight, or Die is the first track that I've picked. We'll get into the next one in just a moment.
Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the that's probably the best song I've heard off of that record <laughs> listening to it. Right? Yeah. I just love the uh first of all, I love how Matt Freeman is uh kind of uh being more exemplary of Lemmy, like right down to the crunchy tone in his bass and uh really just the simplicity behind it. He doesn't feel like he has to hit so many notes at the same time, like he'd have to do an op ivy and rancid, right. you know. So and, and, of course, he's taking over on the vocals on this one as well because he's got that style. He's got that gruff kind of gravelly voice, and you hear it on many a Rancid track, but this time, it's all him, baby. Right. <laughs> yep. Again, that sort of stay, same Lemmy style. Like, uh, even on the first uh, Charger record, the EP that came out, they even ripped off the Snaggletooth logo. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, they're you can kind of tell where their allegiances lie in this band, but, hey... I'm not complaining. It's good. <laughs> it's uh, really good stuff. Well, I think that they definitely have their current album here. Warhorse even has a, a very metal band uh, album cover with the Warhorses. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of the sounds kind of have that sound that, that could go that way, including this track. We're going to play one more. It's called Summon the Demon. Very metal song title, too. <laughs> yes, it is. And when you hear it, it, it is going to have that like Dio vocals sound or... But you mean like the high-pitched yelps? Yes, yes. <laughs> Summon the demon! Oh, uh, we're getting power metal up in here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what you think. Here we go. Summon the demon. Somehow, if somebody somewhere somehow managed to combine both Motorhead and Judas Priest, 
I would not know how it would sound, but fuck, I guessed Charger just had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, because that song is... Uh, uh, the the way that the melody is structured on that one, I can't remember what song, uh, what S- Judas Priest song, it, at least the song title anyway. It's like, out in this world with a battering ram. Right. I can't remember the damn song title, so I'm just trying to figure out which one it is, but I don't, I don't know where, I don't even know where to look anymore. But that's what it sounded like to me. Motorhead meets Judah, Judas Priest. That's how I would equate Charger. Nice. Oh, uh, they're awesome. Go check out War Horse. It's over on Pirates Press. Uh, I'm hoping to get to see them again because when I saw them, it, you know, it was right after their EP came out. So now that they've got the the full length there with War Horse, definitely want to see them play a lot of those cool tracks. Eric, let's wrap up the show. What do you have that is not so punk? That's not so punk. It's not punk at all. It's actually just straight. <laughs> It's straight rap, straight from Queens. Right. <laughs> yeah, by way of one Action Bronson. Oh, yeah, a lot of people know who Action Bronson is. And, yep, he kind of fell into a lot of uh, mainstream accolades with his Blue Chips albums that uh, that have come out. Uh, when I don't even remember when it was actually released. <laughs> I don't either. I had a hard time like uh, tracking down. He has a lot of stuff that you can find, and a lot of stuff that's kind of hard to find. Oh yeah, it's like it's pretty, pretty sporadic, especially streaming. Like you have to. Like I remember looking up the album name, and it was under Action Bronson, but it wasn't on the actual page. So it's it's really weird. Right. But again, it's kind of. Uh, if you really love the artist, you will go to any and all ends to track down their music. There you <laughs> so, go. There you go. But YouTube, and <laughs> that's where you can find it all. <laughs> and that's where I specifically can find this one. As far as I know, it's not on streaming sites, at least not the ones that I'm a, a oh God, subscribed to. Right. Yeah. But I did find it on YouTube. And this song is maybe not Action Bronson's best or it's not his most well-known, but it's the first one that I heard where I was like, man, who is this guy? And then I look him up. He's just this big, beefy, bearded gentleman who is just representing just representing uh, New York rap in the new decades and the new century, really. Isn't he the one that does the food show? That's fucking delicious yes. or something like that? Yeah, I... I think that's what it's called. That's fucking delicious. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, because he is legitimately a gourmet chef. And that's awesome. The f- stuff that he makes on there, I want to try it. I'm just like, dude, if uh, if I ever get married and I'm host- hosting a bachelor party, you're, you are catering, man. <laughs> I will pay out the ass to have your food in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know how that sounds. <laughs> Uh, regardless, he's a great chef, but he's also a really great rapper. He reminds me, uh, not just in the tone of his voice, but just the way he uh, spits, the way how he lays down his licks. He's reminds me very much of Ghostface Killer. Okay, and uh, and yeah, New York rappers they often stick together. But well, I hope I found the different... correct version. But the one I found says Raekwon and Action Bronson for this. This is the only one I could find. Well, we will have to listen to it. Speaking of Ghostface Killer, yeah. why not, right? Yeah, why not? It should be it should be the right one. This Action Bronson, it's the jar of drugs. Yeah, that's the one.
Bronsoline, no. Straight from the galaxy. Drug abusing. The music got the hairy fraud. I got the jar full of drugs, fridges filled with Snapple, Southern Coast to France, Todd Fennel with the apple. The feet are purple cause I'm stepping on the grapes Consensual the rape, I got the presence of the grapes I got the jar full of drugs, fridges filled with Snapple Southern coast to France, tart fennel with the apple The feet are purple cause I'm stepping on the grapes Consensual the rape, I got the presence of the grapes We grip grains, switch lanes, been fucking since the fifth grade I never rocked a ring or necklace with a bitch name A thick frame, flawless victory my dick game is Mortal Kombat. You still a shorty shit stain. My drug blunt beauty origami cranes. Perfection like an Asia's math. Neat like an Irish drink. You know that Bronson like a swimmer cause I dive in pink. You soon to see me out in Africa with Tiger Mink. We make your father curtsy, cut off his manhood. Come through in Beamer's interior, Levitan wood. The shoes are swayed off the reservation, red foot. These stripper bitches in my bed, they give me head. I got the jar full of drugs, fridges filled with Snapple. Southern coast of France, tart fennel with the apple. The feet are purple cause I'm stepping on the grapes Consensual the rape, I got the presence of the grapes I got the jar full of drugs, fridges filled with Snapple Southern coast of France, tart fennel with the apple The feet are purple cause I'm stepping on the grapes Consensual the rape, I got the presence of the grapes This is blood sport, kickboxer, double impact Kick it like a Van Damme foot, you get your shit cracked I'm out for justice above the law and hard to kill Guard your grill, catch me hopping out the hard to fill Hammers are pointing my direction to the top The loafer show off my ankle, getting shifty in the drop, kid Twist up the pie through my nostrils to the atmosphere No middleman, you deal directly with the captain here I'm still sucking your thumb when your brother was around town sucking dicks just the same, you should talk some tough, all right? If my brother was here, you wouldn't talk shit like that. Yeah, but he's not here. You know why he's not here? Why? Because he's a chicken shit fucking pussy ass. I got the jar full of drugs, fridges filled with Snapple. Southern coast to France, tart fennel with the apple. The feet are purple cause I'm stepping on the grapes Consensual the rape, I got the presence of the grapes I got the jar full of drugs, fridges filled with Snapple Southern coast of France, tart fennel with the apple The feet are purple cause I'm stepping on the grapes Consensual the rape, I got the presence of the grapes, kid So yeah, that song, I mean, you can hear it, it's, <clears throat> the beat is really catchy, and the, uh, and the chorus is really catchy, and just his flow is just so smooth, so sultry, and yeah, he's got a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of, uh, middle school style quips at a lot of his, uh, songs, but he is, he's just so good at honing his craft, I really enjoy a lot of Action Bronson, he's worth checking out, whatever, whatever art you find by him, whatever tracks you find, Listen to him, you won't be disappointed, for the most part. 
But yeah, he's got some, he's got a lot of great licks, that guy. That, that's action for you. Brazilino. <laughs> All right, well, I've got another new metal pick. As I've said, I'll be doing these, you know, new metal, uh, rap metal, uh, like electronic, industrial type shit that all came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s. That's what I'm going to be playing for several months to come. Next up is a band from Louisville, Kentucky, the band Flaw. Are you familiar with the band Flaw? No. They still are playing. They've had some lineup changes. The vocalist still is the vocalist, but uh, they originally started in 1996. I first heard of them when they got their, I think this is their like bigger record label debut of Through the Eyes that came out in 2001, but they had three releases prior to that, and I think they had a lot of cool tracks. The album that came out right after this one, Through the Eyes, I enjoyed as well, but we're going to play something off of Through the Eyes, my favorite track from the band Flaw. It is Payback. You're definitely going to hear those new metal elements, and you'll know what I'm talking about now.
that was flaw. That was payback, and there was a flaw in what I said. So, <laughs> hey, uh, you probably think, "What the fuck was he talking about?" All right, so in a couple episodes, I'm going to be playing the band Reveille, and the track that I'm going to play from them is what I was thinking. I don't know why I had that confused because i love this track right here flaw but a totally different type of track uh if you want to remember this track flaw payback when uh we get around to playing reveille then you'll know what i mean but uh this one not the new metal elements that i was thinking that are in that reveille track they they Uh have uh the two different types of vocals the the scratching and stuff like that that goes on in there, a little bit faster paced. This one, not not that track, but still from that era. I really like this uh, band, and this is my favorite track. Once it started playing, like, oh yeah, it's, I don't know what I was thinking. So, <laughs> what'd you think of Flaws since you hadn't heard them prior to today? Well, I gotta be honest. A lot of the stuff that I was hearing was. Uh, Music-wise, anyway, if it had a different tone, like just a different guitar tone, it would have sounded very much like just a straightforward hardcore song. Right. Very much so. It's just full of those chunky riffs over those groovy beats. It was just like, a, you know, you're just ripping off from Pantera at that point. <laughs> you know, I've said it before. Like, you can tell modern-day hardcore bands which ones are ripping off Slayer and which ones are ripping off Pantera. Right. You know, because... Either you're groove-based or you're just very fucking fast and thrashy with some little breakdown parts. And, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting from a Flaw right here. It sounded very much like a modern-day hardcore band, pre-modern hardcore. Right. You know? And, again, the different tone, like a new metal guitar tone has a very distinct quality to it. And, and yeah, you hear that sort of uh, uh, chunkiness with that kind of digital overlay, which is... Yeah, you know, just kind of given the whole sense that there is a, it's going to a rap beat. But I'm not gonna get into the technicals of it. That's just what <laughs> I, that's just what I'm hearing on this song, uh, this particular song from this particular band. And yeah, it was pretty good. It was like flaw walked so that uh, hardcore bands could run. <laughs> <laughs> flaw crawled so the hardcore could walk. Uh, I don't know how many bands in the hardcore scene have actually listened to Flaw, but new metal as a whole, you can hear it, <laughs> especially especially those of my generation who grew up listening to those bands because that was the edgy new music that all the teenagers wanted to listen to and stick it to their parents, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, so, yeah, when they grew up and started forming their own bands, they... You know, listen to more metal, listen to more uh, punk and hardcore, and next thing you know, they're starting a band that's like kind of a cavalcade of all of that shit they listen to in their youth. Right. And, yeah, I'm also speaking from personal experience, because that is pretty much what my band is. You can (laughs) read all about it in next month's issue of Slug Magazine, which will be released at the end of this week. Awesome. My band has been officially interviewed on there. You can find it on their uh, localized, which is unfortunately not in print anymore. They always printed the localized, but they don't print them anymore. The oh. print, yeah, print is dead for slug. It's it kills me to say, but print is dead. That's Online great. is where it's uh, is where it all is, 
And yeah, it's just, uh, you know, you take it with a grain of salt, but you can find it, you can read it, and you can uh, look at all of the funny, somewhat bougie photos that we took. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with those photos. I, I'll tell you, you'll, you'll see them if you go and check it out. Awesome. Well, that was Flaw, Through the Eyes, Payback was the track. They're from Louisville. Uh, more new metal coming next episode. We're wrapping up the show right now. Uh, thanks for joining us all the way up to this point. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com. You can find the bands on Instagram at DTASLHC, at NEXO.punk, at Caltrops uh, underscore Den- DENVR. It's Denver, but no E's. D- <laughs> DNVR. Denver. At, yes, exactly. At Sergeant Skag, that's at SGT. S-C-A-G, at Bad Religion Band, at L-A's Forgotten, all one word, at Sham69, official, what that's numbers, 69, at Charger underscore E-B, and at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? My personal Instagram is at ScaryUncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band's Instagram uh, for Anonymous is at Anonymous underscore Band Official, and my band Heart of Dark is at Heart of Dark 801 SLC. On Facebook, you can find Anonymous at Anonymous SLC and Heart of Dark at HeartofDark.SLC. And as usual, you can find my band on Bandcamp at AnonymousSLC.Bandcamp.com. My other podcast, Lead Melodies, you can find me at... Well, yeah, it is me. It's just me. (laughs) (laughs) You can find it on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. And you can find that podcast and many more on the website circlepitradio.com. Also on Facebook is the SLC Hardcore page. I've been kind of uh, lagging on that the past week. You know, I've even forgotten the shows are existing at some, (laughs) some points, but I will... I'm trying to do better, man. I Like I said, I got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> and this is apparently one of them. So I'll, I'll be posting more flyers on there, happenings and goings of on, and things to look forward to in the Salt Lake hardcore community. I mean, I you heard it. I was talking about the shows that are coming up. Holy hell. Ugh, so I'll be posting about those. Anyway, talking about Facebook... Where can we find these bands on Facebook, Dustin? You can find these bands on Facebook at the following. Uh, DTA Don't Trust Anybody. It's not an at, the, but that's where you can find it. They do have yeah. a page. At Nexopunk, at Caltrops Denver, at Bad Religion, at SGT, SCAG, at LA's Forgotten, at Charger EB, at Flaw Band, at SLC Punkcast. That is all that I hope you have enjoyed the show. Hope you found some great bands. Feel free to reach out to us just as we stated at the beginning of the show. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, I guess the only thing I really want to say is uh, just don't be a dick, man. <laughs> like like Jimmy was saying, everyone's wrong and everyone's right. But don't judge someone based on uh, the way that they live their life. Just judge them based on how they treat you. You know, do unto others, that whole thing. I right. mean, right, I don't know. Right. What else can I say? Kumbai fucking ya. <laughs> just a... Uh, it still stands. Don't be a dick to others for no reason. And if you want to be a dick, well, now I have a reason to be a dick to you. There you go. <laughs> Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.